Nobody needs to tell us. We live in unprecedented times battling a coronavirus that is threatening the health and lives of so many around the world, the financial well-being of so many individuals and the economies of nations. And uh, I'm delighted to have with me today a dear friend for more than two decades. His name is David Thompson. He's a Messianic Jew, a Jewish follower of Yeshua, Jesus. He is also a businessman, founder and CEO of Thompson Technologies. David, welcome. Thank you, Stuart. I'm glad to be here. So today, David, we're going to be discussing a little bit about your journey and how you, as a uh, a Jewish man, handle your relationship with Yeshua and how you as a CEO is handling this COVID-19 crisis. Stay tuned, everyone. This is going to be uh, inspirational. Welcome to Your Jewish Connection with Rabbi Stewart, connecting you to the Jewish identity of Jesus and the Jewish roots of the Christian faith. Here now, Rabbi Stuart Winograd. In case you missed the intro, I'm Rabbi Stewart. This is Your Jewish Connection, and I'm here with my dear friend David Thompson, a Messianic Jew, uh, a businessman, founder, and CEO of Thompson Technologies. David, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Again, thanks for the opportunity to be here today. I'm very uh, honored just to join the broadcast. Uh, I was born in a suburb of Cleveland, Ohio, and I was raised there. Both my parents are Jewish, so I'm 100% kosher. Uh, Mm -hmm. We celebrated most of the Jewish holidays growing up, Passover and Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Hanukkah, of course. Uh, But to be quite honest with you, uh, being Jewish was a cultural experience for me. It wasn't really, there wasn't really much of a spiritual connection. And when it came to Jesus, I didn't know anything about him. I knew we were Jewish, and uh, we didn't believe in him, that he was for my friends down the street. But uh, that's about all I knew about him. But uh, I'm a Jewish boy from from New York. Right. To discover that uh, Jesus, or Yeshua in Hebrew, is the Messiah of Israel, the lover of my soul, and the Savior of all. What happened to this Jewish boy, David Thompson, from Cleveland, Ohio? Well, I uh give you a little bit more background. I, I uh, met my wife when we were in seventh grade. We grew up together, and I told her in seventh grade I was going to marry her. And, uh, she didn't think that was a good idea, certainly not at the time, but uh, we just celebrated our 40th yeah. wedding anniversary in October, and uh, I got three grown kids and seven grandchildren who are all a real blessing to me. But uh, how I came to know Jesus, Yeshua, is I joined the Air Force when I was uh, 20 years old. That was actually my escape, my exit strategy for getting out of Cleveland, Ohio, which I needed to do. I was heading down the wrong path. Uh, I knew I knew I needed a change in my life. So I joined the Air Force to see the world, and they sent me to Utah and Nebraska. Those are my two assignments. So both of them, which I really enjoyed, but not what I was thinking when I thought I'd be seeing more of the world. But uh, I had a roommate that I lived with on base that was a self-confessed, uh, backslidden, 
Baptist. And we were out at lunch one day and we were talking and the subject of religion came up and he started talking about Jesus. And it piqued my interest because, again, I didn't know anything about Jesus. So he shared the gospel story with me. And that was the first time I've ever heard that story before. And it just triggered something inside of me in my spirit that said, uh, this is what I've been looking for. This is the hole that I've had in my heart that needed to be filled. So I accepted Jesus as my Savior that day and uh, became a born-again believer. And it was shortly thereafter that I began my walk with God. So, David, if I understood right, this was a non-Jewish gentleman, a Gentile, who was sharing you the story of Jesus, a Jewish guy. Um, would you encourage the uh, the non-Jewish followers of Yeshua, the Gentile believers in our audience, to be free to love on and to share the good news of this Jewish Messiah, Savior of all, with Jewish people? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know where else they'll hear it from, to be honest with you. Um, you know, the, the Gentiles, the way I understand it, are to provoke the Jews to jealousy. And that's what he did in my case. Uh, I was just really jealous that he had this secret that uh, was kept for me from for all these years and that he shared it with me because it was a real game changer for me. Changed my life for good. So, yes, the answer to that is I would encourage all born-again believers not to forget about their Jewish brethren. Uh, they need Jesus, Yeshua, as just like the next person does in their life. And there are many good resources out there, including uh, all the episodes of Your Jewish Connection that can help you to share with Jewish people. And uh, there's a lot of good books, teachings out there to learn how to uh, love on my people, your people, David, to love on Jewish people and how to share the good news with the people who are really, are they changing their religion? Did you stop being Jewish when uh, you embrace this Jesus, Yeshua? Uh, quite frankly, I was a little bit confused. I became a quote-unquote Christian. I knew that I was born again. I knew I was going to go to heaven when I died. Uh, but I didn't really make the connection between my Judaism and Yeshua till later. And that was after I moved to Atlanta. Uh, we were searching for a church home, which was very important to us. And a neighbor told me about a place right up the road from where we lived called Congregation Bethelel. And Bethelel is a Messianic Jewish synagogue. And their primary outreach are to the unsaved Jewish people in the Atlanta community. So that's where I made the connection between my Judaism and my relationship with Yeshua. Because we practiced, we, we had both Christianity and Judaism combined under one roof. Uh, so I learned all about the Jewish holidays. I learned all about the Christian holidays. I learned about the connection between the two of them. And it just, uh, again, it was just a real game changer for my wife and I. My kids all got bar and bat mitzvahed, and uh, I had just many unbelievable experiences as a Jewish believer in, uh, in Christ. 
By the way, uh, you know, it's the most Jewish thing for a Jewish person to do. I just want everybody in our audience to understand this. It's the most Jewish thing for a Jewish person to do, to embrace the Jewish Messiah, Jesus, Yeshua, who was promised to us throughout the ages uh, through all of our prophets. And so I'm so glad you made your connection through Beth Hillel. I love that congregation. I've ministered there many times. And uh, you've made that connection to the fact that when a Jewish person comes to Jesus, Yeshua, they don't throw away their Jewishness. Right. Uh, they actually fulfill it. And my mom, who was, you know, a real Yiddish mama, she was so glad to discover that that was the reality. But David, I want to move into something next. You are uh, the founder and CEO of Thompson Technologies. And, uh, you know, man, business is tough today in, in the midst of this COVID-19 crisis. And not only yours, but many others. And many are suffering financially. Yeah. David, tell us how, how you're responding. How does your faith help you to respond to a national economic crisis and to the difficulties you're experiencing in your business? Okay, that's a good question, Stuart. Um, I started the company in 95. It was just me. It was in my basement. I dedicated the company to God and uh, declared him uh, the chairman of the board. And uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 was my business plan. Uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. And I certainly did that. I trusted God. I didn't know where the business was going to go initially, but it just took off. And 1995 was a great time to start an IT staffing firm. Everybody was hiring. So uh, business just grew real fast and uh, gave God all the glory and uh, just things moved along very nicely. We went through a few downturns over the years, but we always bounce back. And uh, this latest one, this COVID-19, has uh, really been a different one altogether. In just six short weeks, uh, everybody's life has been transformed and changed, and it's all new uh, all over the world. It's not just here. It's all over the world. And uh, we've seen a major impact on my business. Uh, we've lost a lot of people over the last six weeks, clients canceling projects and postponing projects. And unfortunately, I've been put in a position where I've had to make some very difficult decisions these last couple of weeks and had to lay some people off internally that have been with me for, two of them have been with me for more than 10 years. So that was very difficult. But uh <clears throat> I don't know where this is going. Nobody does. God only knows at this point. I know that God. Wait, let me just cut. And I just want to go back one minute before the break here. Sure. Uh, you know, so if I understand correctly, from the beginning when you founded and started this business, Thompson Technologies, you had made a commitment to operate your business based on biblical principles, yes. as well as. You were like seeking the Lord for wisdom all the time in the leading of the Holy Spirit. Did, did I get that right? Absolutely. Uh, not a day went by without praying for wisdom and direction and God's favor on the business. That was and, a regular. And God, you worked hard, of course, and your people worked hard, but God really prospered your business, didn't he? He did. 
much beyond my wildest imagination. It really uh, went well for many, many years. And, and so, uh, you know, I just want to encourage all the business people out there that uh, I've talked to many business people, and this is the way to go in the midst of times of prosperity, in the midst of times of crisis, mm-hmm. to operate your business based on biblical principles, seek God for wisdom, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, do the best you can to hear the leading of the Holy Spirit. We're going to dig in a little bit more on, on like, you know, this whole COVID-19 crisis and how it's affected your business and uh, the people that work for you that I know you love because you love your neighbors yourself. And we want to hear some more about that. But uh, we're going to take a quick break. Stay tuned, folks. There's more to come here on Your Jewish Connection. Welcome back. I'm Rabbi Stewart. This is Your Jewish Connection, and I'm here with my dear friend uh, for over two decades, David Thompson, a Jewish follower of Yeshua, a Messianic Jew. And uh, David was sharing with us uh, how he founded Thompson Technologies. He also shared his story of how he came to faith in Jesus and Yeshua. So if you missed the first part of this uh, episode. You can find it on reachii.org. Archive videos and audios uh, are available. You can also listen on your favorite podcast platform. So David shared his story of how he came to faith in Yeshua and then founded Thompson Technologies in 1995. And uh, he made the Lord his CEO. And he said that he was trusting in the Lord with all of his heart and not leaning to his own understanding. He was building his business based on biblical principles and seeking the Lord daily for wisdom and and, uh, uh, trying to hear his voice about all important decisions. And this is is great advice, I think, for any business owner. And even in the world, we're seeing that more and more businesses are putting into practice, even people who don't believe that Yeshua is the Son of God, the Savior, people are putting into practice his teachings because they see it helps create a better business environment. It helps create more success and a better environment for the people working together. So this is great advice for any business person. And uh, then we began to talk about the uh, COVID-19 crisis that we're all facing. And uh, David, you shared with me privately that you have not been in the office for the past month. And Thompson Technologies really, really thrived under your leadership as you submitted the leadership of the entire business to the Lord. And uh, before this crisis started, you had 200 employees. Now you're home. Uh, Tell us a little bit more of what's going on. Yeah, I'm still getting used to this work at home thing. It's uh, it has it has its ups and its downs. Uh, I've been staying in close contact with my office team. We speak regularly, uh, daily, and we have Zoom conferences. And uh, communicating uh, has not been a problem. We've been able to do that pretty easily. In fact, that's how I communicate with my family through Zoom and Face FaceTime. Uh, my kids and grandkids and uh, thank God for modern technology, right? 
Oh man, you know, that's exactly, you know, I got, I have 10 grandkids and, uh, you know, I can't hug them and kiss them, which I love to do. Right. What Chantal, my wife and I are doing is, uh, every Monday and Wednesday, I'm leading a Bible study and all of our grandkids get on, on zoom. And, uh, Chantal joins me for that. And on Wednesday, Chantal leads an arts and crafts session. So that's been a great way to connect. And, uh, yeah, you know, how can we do without these kids and grandkids? Yeah, seriously. I miss those Papa hugs. Yeah. Hopefully it won't be too much longer. So I think that's part of the challenge that business people are going through right now. There's so much uncertainty. They just really no idea where this is going to go. If we're going to go back to work in two weeks or four weeks or six months or whatever is going to happen. Is there going to be another, uh, is it going to re 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 uh, come back on the scene again and in, in sometime in the near future that we'll have to deal with again, again, nobody really knows. God only knows. And for, as far as I'm concerned, that's, that's enough for me. God's up to something. I'm not really sure what the answer is, but he knows what I have learned from this experience more so than anything is to fear not. It says in the scriptures more than a hundred times, fear not. That's a commandment. And in uh, Isaiah 41:10, fear not for I am with you. Do not be dismayed. Some versions say discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And I meditate on that scripture every day. Uh, Psalm 34, 4, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. So that's really what I've been focusing on is not panicking. Uh, I know that things are in very good hands. They're not my hands. They're his hands. And that, they're big uh, hands, aren't they? They're big yeah. hands. And, and uh, it's interesting you brought up that, uh, um, you know, you know he's up to something. And uh, in our last episode that we did last week, uh, I attempted to uh, outline five things that I believe God is doing during this coronavirus I, I, crisis. I attempted to answer the question of where is God and what is he up to in the midst of this coronavirus crisis? So, uh, um, you know, I think I outlined five very important things for both followers of Yeshua, believers in Jesus, and for those who do not yet know him. And those scriptures that you shared, David, uh, they're an encouragement to me and I know to everyone else. Uh, what other, you know, I you had 200 employees. I, I imagine uh, you mentioned you had to lay off people, people that you care yeah. about, and uh, um, and that your business is really sunk. Nobody's really hiring. So talk to us a little bit more about that. Sure. Uh, what we do is we're an IT staffing firm. We're, we recruit people for our clients, and our clients are companies like uh, Chick-fil-A and Coca-Cola, the Home Depot, and much smaller companies, and everything in between. <clears throat> so the people that we hire for our clients, they actually work as a, excuse me, as employees of Thompson Technologies, but they work at the client site, and they work on an hourly basis. Uh, so we bill the client, then we pay our staff, and that's the relationship. 
So what's happened is with all the projects that are being canceled that uh, and put on hold, they've let a lot of the people go. So uh, unfortunately, if I don't have other projects for these people, they end up that they'll have to file for unemployment. So we've lost a lot of people over the last four to six weeks, uh, nearly 50% of our revenue. And it's, uh, it's, it's big. I mean, it's really had a major impact on the company. And uh, I, I'm just seeking God on what the next steps are. Again, praying for wisdom. Uh, I'm very hopeful that this is going to turn around and business will get back to usual again. Uh, and I, again, just continue to stay close to God and ask him for the direction that I need to go on a daily basis and keep my staff that I do have left encouraged and, you know, get them forward thinking. It's opened up all kinds of doors to share about the relationship that I've had with the Lord uh, for people that are hurting very deeply right now. Yes. Yes. Because really hope, you know, life on earth is a temporary assignment and uh, God wants to help us in our life on earth, but there's a bigger life. It's called eternal life forever with God. And we want everyone to know this amazing life because it's an expression of the love of God that he manifests through Messiah Yeshua for Jewish people and Gentile people, people of every nation under heaven. And that's why we're not panicking because we know that God is with us and God is for us. And uh, we're not trying to minimize the trial. It's a huge trial. I'm so grateful that you're healthy and I'm healthy and our families are. Some are battling with huge health crisis, huge financial crisis, uh, and, uh, you know, all kinds of difficulties. And so, David, I just want to ask you, I know you're a man of prayer. If you would take a moment just to pray for all small business owners, so many of them are suffering the same way as your business is, and for praying for people who have either been laid off, lost their jobs, or lost significant amounts of income and are struggling to meet the needs of their family. I'd just like you to pray for them right now, if you would. Sure. <clears throat> Father God, we come to you in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus, the name above all names. And Father, we just lift up so many needs out there right now, Father. I pray for the small business leaders in this community and throughout the country that have been impacted by this virus. I pray, Lord God, that you just give people the stamina, the, the, the hope, the comfort, the peace to know that you are in control, that no matter what happens, Lord, that uh, you are taking us in a direction that's right for us. And I pray, Lord, that you would just minister to these people that are hurting, not only the business owners, Lord, but those that have been affected with their employment situation. I pray that you'd be with them, that you would be with their families, that you would provide for them, Lord God, and that you would just continue to move in these lives of these people that are just feeling so vulnerable right now, Lord God. And Father, I just pray that this would be a time of harvest, that people that have been thinking about having a relationship with you, that this would be a time that they are brought to their knees and will just reach out uh, to you, Lord, Abba Father, and just ask for your salvation, your son Yeshua, to come into their lives and change things for them, change their attitude, 
change their outlook, change their eternity. And Father, we just give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor for all that you're doing and all that you will do in the days to come because they're for our best interest. And we thank you for all these things in Yeshua's mighty name. Amen. 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 And I just want to add to that prayer, Father, for those who are lost loved ones, bring comfort for those who are battling for their lives. Health-wise, Lord God, we pray, Lord, that you would uh, bring healing uh, supernatural and through the doctors, Lord God. And we pray that you would glorify your name in every way. And uh, Lord, I'm reminded in our last episode that two things I mentioned that you're up to of the five that I listed is, was one is that you want us as followers of Yeshua to reach out to those in need, whether it be physical or spiritual need, with sacrificial love and generous hearts to help those that are less fortunate. And I pray that the body would rise up, the body of Christ, the body of Messiah would rise up in a new way to be your outstretched hands and your outstretched heart, Lord God. And another thing I mentioned was that I believe you want the good news, the gospel of Yeshua, Jesus, to go viral. And I pray that you would make us humble, bold, and courageous to share with people the hope, the love, the salvation that they can only find through the Jewish Messiah, Jesus, Yeshua, who is also the Savior of people from every nation under heaven. And Father, I ask that you pour out your Spirit as we go to uh, share your love and good news, that you would pour out your Spirit and bring in a harvest of millions of Jewish people and non-Jewish people into the hope and the joy that only you can provide. And as David prayed, the eternal life that lives in us on, that can live in us on this earth and forevermore. Thank you, Father, in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Amen. Hey, David, you were sharing with me, uh, um, privately a story about your parents and by the way thank you for that prayer and thank you for the advice that you're giving to business owners and and people who who are you know struggling um but you were sharing with me a story about your parents uh and i think uh let's just go back to that i think that'll be an interesting story to hear thank you uh before i became a messianic jewish believer uh we were attending churches and uh you know, attended some great churches and a lot of growth. My parents, my mom and my dad, would never step foot into a church. That just went against their grain. But when we started going to Beth Hillel, they would visit Beth Hillel because it was Jewish. They celebrated the holidays. They had a rabbi. Congregation, yeah. Yeah. So uh, they really enjoyed that. And after years of attending Beth Hillel and a lot of prayer uh, and conversations with my mom and my dad, in April of 92, they both accepted Yeshua as their Lord and Savior. So that was a miracle. I didn't think that was ever going to happen, but God did. So one of the walls that were torn down for them, one of the barriers that came down, if I'm hearing you right, is that they always saw Jesus as the Christian God, the non-Jewish God, but then through you worshiping him as a Jew, 
uh, worshiping Jesus as a Jew and and continuing and growing in your Jewish lifestyle that's in agreement with the Bible, the Old Testament, New Testament, they realized that it was a very Jewish thing to believe in Jesus, Yeshua. Am I right about that? Absolutely. Yeah. They, uh, they plugged right in and uh, Bethel had new meaning to them and uh, they saw both sides of the coin from a Christian and from a Jewish perspective and put everything together. My dad went to be with the Lord in 95, but it's comforting knowing that we'll see him again someday. Yeah, amen. You know, uh, my mom, who always believed in God, a real Yiddish mama, uh, you know, when I first came uh, to believe in Jesus, to believe in Yeshua, she said, how can you betray your Jewish people and believe in the God of the Christians, the Christians who persecuted us? through the centuries in Europe. And uh, this really was a big thing for her. But over time, she would say to me, oh, son, you've become so much a better Jew. So you're a much better person. Just get rid of this Jesus and everything will be fine. And I would explain to her that it's this Yeshua, this Jesus that's making me a better Jew and a better person. And I, I was so grateful that after 36 years of me and my wife and my kids loving on my mom and sharing with her when the moments allowed, that at the age of 82, she told me, I'm afraid to meet God and I'm afraid to die. And I explained to her again that it's Yeshua, the one who rose from the dead, the king of the Jews, uh, who who is who is the one who can take away all of your fear of death and fear of meeting God because he forgives our sins. He paid the price for our sins and he rose from the dead. And my mom, it kind of lit up in her and she prayed along with a, a friend of mine who was there and she received Yeshua and then began to grow in that relationship. Wow. And that was a glorious day because Yeshua... Absolutely. Jesus is for us Jewish people first, but also equally for all that's other right. people. Yep, that's right. So glad to hear about your parents. That's an awesome story. Uh, David, if you know, we're about to tie things up, bring it to a conclusion. Is there any kind of last words you want to give to uh, our audience as a Messianic Jew and also as a, a CEO of a business, any advice or words of encouragement? Sure. I guess the main thing is don't give up. Just keep moving forward the best that you can. Uh, pray without ceasing for wisdom and direction and God's favor, not only on the business, but the people working for the business. They need to be lifted up. Their families need to be lifted up. And God will honor that. He'll open the right doors, close the wrong doors and uh, continue to provide direction in everything you do. But you need to ask. Ask and you will receive, as the scriptures say. Amen. Good advice. Good, good, good advice. Now, David, we've been friends for more than 20 years, and you've been a partner, a supporter, both in finances and prayer of Reach Initiative International, the ministry that has been founded by me and Chantal. We minister in Israel, India, Belarus, and back here in North America. Uh, 
Um, can I ask you to put in a little plug for Reach Initiative? Why are you a support? Yeah. Why, why for more than two decades do you stand with us? Well, partially because of our relationship. I love you and your family. Uh, one thing I know for sure, I, I get asked to donate to many causes all the time. One thing I know about your ministry, Stuart, Rabbi Stewart, is that I know where the money's going, and it's going into changed lives for Jewish people primarily. That's your focus, and that's my heart, is for the lost people of the House of Israel, the unsaved Jewish population. And uh, again, I know that's your heart, that's your ministry, and you're having great success. God is showing you a lot of favor, and I'll continue to support you and show favor, ask God to show favor on everything that you do. And uh, we'll, of course, continue to be a close friend forever. Yes, amen. And uh, thank you for being such a faithful friend and such a faithful partner in this ministry that God has entrusted to us around the world to serve our Jewish people as well as non-Jewish people as well. And I just want to invite uh, the rest of you, you know, we're ministering to Holocaust survivors, orphans, and uh, Jewish people who have never heard the good news. That's part of the mandate of Reach Initiative. If you want to get involved, just be informed. Just reach out to us at reachii.org and uh, let us know you want to get our newsletter. You can get a free ebook about our ministry to Holocaust survivors, what it means to them. And if you want to uh, pray for us, you know, we'll send you emails on a weekly basis so that you have prayer targets. And, uh, and uh, during this time, if God's moving your heart and you're able to uh, become a monthly partner or to send a gift from time to time to help us support some of the most vulnerable, like I mentioned, Holocaust survivors, orphans, and the poor, you know, we'd appreciate your support. So uh, pray about this opportunity to join with us to bless the Jewish people and all people around the world. And so... Uh, I want to uh, just uh, thank you again, David. This has been great, super encouraging. Always great to be with you. May the Lord continue to bless you, your family, and your business. And uh, we're just going to continue to glorify his name together. Right, brother? Amen. Amen. This is your Jewish connection, and uh, we love you, and we're continuing to pray for you and all of your loved ones that you would be in health that things would go well with you and that you would continue to prosper in your soul to become more and more like Yeshua in every aspect of your life. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Shalom.